Hello, namaste, and welcome to Awaken Your Light Radio Show. My name is Karen Cressman. I'm a multiversal shaman, spiritual interpreter, and self-empowerment coach. And I am walking this walk with all of you to learn how to unconditionally love myself and all others. And spread that through the multiverses to all of our brothers and sisters. There have been some really exciting things happening lately. We have been in a huge new portal with this um, full moon that came through. And we're coming up to another huge portal on 11-11-11. So, November 11th, 2018, and 2018 adds up to 11, brings us to this new portal energy of time. So, it's a really exciting time frame for all of us right now, and it has been. It has been growing and shifting and morphing and all kinds of stuff has been going on this year And really, since 2012, we just keep evolving and evolving and evolving. So, it's been interesting because Archangel Raphael brought in some powerful pieces of wisdom in the last show when she talked about raising our vibration beyond the conditions of our life. And fascinatingly, the conversations of what people pulled in with your questions, which were fabulous, pulled in the idea of, well, how does that fit if I have conditions that are constantly repeating themselves in relationships? Like I have the same patterns falling all over, uh, repeating themselves, continuing time and time again. And then we got into... The last question, middle question kind of took it in other directions, and then the last question brought it to money. And the dimensionalities of how we have certain issues and conditions, whether they be allergies or colds or uh, limited funds or relationships that take the same turn every time. What are those conditions and why are they happening? And, of course, it goes back, it can go back to multiple dimensions. As Archangel Raphael said, it can be it's something rooted in this lifetime, which is a little simpler to heal. It can be ancestral, generational. It can be linked to parallel lives. It can be linked to past lives. And when you get that kind of a web with so many different threads and so many different directions and dimensions, these conditions and issues take time to evolve beyond. <clears throat> and somehow I believe that that's all flowing into the conversation today with the wise ones because there is never coincidence of how they have me schedule shows and what they ask me to do the show about. So to ask how to receive tricks, sorry, how to receive treats and not tricks is the message for today. 
Then the fourth, we'll come back with the Andromeda Council update. There's been some fascinating galactic shifts happening to support us and to support other beings. And then on 11-11-11, the Wise Council wants to talk with you about how to use that energy to support you. And my wise counsel consists of Mother, Father, God, Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, Archangel Raphael, Archangel Michael, Archangel Metatron will join us this time for this conversation. So it will be a powerhouse team to talk to us about 11-11-11. So join me back on that day. That will be very exciting to see what's happening and where things are going from here. There have been a lot of shakeups and a lot of changes. So it will be fascinating to see. All right. said a reminder to everyone my last newsletter was emotional triggers which was a really powerful newsletter as well and it went hand in hand with what Archangel Raphael was saying that when you have emotional and physical triggers that will also keep patterns in place so reminder to everyone if you haven't if you don't receive the newsletter you can sign up at karencressman.com and you can go to the newsletter page and you will see all of the newsletters I've been writing since 2009 are there for your um, perusal and enjoyment. A lot, a lot of tools of wisdom in that. And there is a subscription opportunity if you would like to give monthly to the radio show, support the radio show and the newsletters greatly appreciated thank you to those who do you can also catch us like the page of Karen Cressman Spiritual Interpreter on Facebook and become part of the Awakening family there that's another place to catch the information in the newsletters and what's happening and just send a really beautiful message this morning that I found I always send pieces of wisdom that I find from around the world, heart-lifting, empowering messages that remind us of who we're capable of being. This 18-year-old who didn't know who she was, traveled the world and saw these orphans in Himalayans carrying water to make a dollar a day. And she started a school. She took her, her life savings of $5,000, bought a piece of land, and started a school for these kids. Imagine what difference can we make today? Today. Okay. <sighs> Let me connect to the wise ones. Hello, guys. Namaste, everyone. We are very excited to be here today. And toning, Karen, we want you to tone for vibrational treats. (laughs) Is there such a thing as vibrational treats? That's a new one on me. We're going to make it be so. 
So there you go. Tone for vibrational treats. <laughs> All righty then. Got my orders. Here we go. <sighs> the net work or the web 
that you are connected on. So many threads. And you are going to find that they are all greatly impacted by perspective. And the English language, you know, every language has its um, flow, format, its intentionality, its descriptiveness. The English language can take you in so many directions and it can be so deceptive. And every language can be that way. Some are less like that. Others are more like that. That can be deceptive and deceiving in their verbiage. Let's take the basic word love. How many gazillion ways have you all figured out to use that term? I love New York. I love you. I love that, dude. You can change it and manipulate it and reverberate it in so many different directions. It becomes diluted and mute. And we could do that with every single word on your planet. We could show you the different ways that it's been convoluted or diluted in some degree, form, or fashion. Now, we may be exaggerating a tad bit, like 20%, but that still leaves the 80. That still leaves the 80%. So, we want to make a point. I'm going to make a point. You can easily trick yourself. Most importantly, first and foremost, you can trick yourself with your verbiage and how you speak. And if you're tricking yourself, then you're tricking everybody around you. What are the ways you speak to yourself? What are the patterns you set in place? Because these are conditional patterns. These are conditional formats of speaking that become a, an underlying flow and force that creates conditional issues in your life. Very, very 3D. And it's moving into 5D. So now, if you think back, let's step back a second, because we just wanted to put out that tidbit. You have all these different ways of keeping yourself stuck in a 3D paradigm. You have all of these different ways of being tricked into staying in a in a limited box and paradigm of life. You know, like the the fleas that have a lid on the box and they can't jump, they learn that height and then you take the lid off and they still jump the same height because that's what they're used to. All of you have been conditioned like that. All of you are limited 
in your ability to expand. And a lot of it has to do with the trickery of your own speech patterns or of those around you and your world. Not only you, you've been trained well. You have to be taught to love and hate. You have to be carefully taught. You have to be taught to play small. You have to be carefully taught. You have to be taught to play big. You have to be carefully taught. The trickery comes from your own speaking patterns, your own thoughts. And when that goes out into the world, then that's what comes back to you. Ah, How do you get treats and not tricks? It really does start with you. It starts with you. The treats come from creating higher vibrational thinking, higher vibrational belief systems. Treats come from looking outside of the box. Literally, climb up those walls, sit on the top and go, now what else is out there? Physically. Literally just ask, how else can I perceive this? What else is out there? What is the other side of this picture? We're going to use an example of something that just happened to Karen because, of course, she's your example. She's your walking trenches person who comes back and reports what she's learning. So she lives in an apartment complex and they put up this playground for kids and they put up this metal outside gym thing with this huge bar thing with the rope down the middle and they put it off to the side on the other side of the parking lot so that it wasn't obtrusive and that the noise wasn't in by people's homes and she was so thrilled with what they did only to discover this week they were moving them inside the courtyard of where she lives right in plain view of her windows. And she got really angered and very triggered. And she even talked to her meditation group, like, I don't know what, I'm so angry. I just want to, you know, they, they insulted us. They sent us an email saying that they're making improvements. That's total bullshit. Yada, 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 yada. I don't know how to find a good thing about this. I don't know how to see anything good about this. At least she was looking there. And they all said, you've got, you can't, if you attack them, you're not going to get the answers you need. You're not going to win anything. Is this a battle you want to fight? And by the end of the call, she realized, oh, okay, I need to ask them. I need to, so she wasn't on defensive. She was on the uh, neutral space of why. And the manager called her back 
from the day before when she had asked for a phone call. And so she talked with her and she said, look, I'm so confused. You put those out there and I thought that, you know, I'm thrilled for the playground. The other ginseng scares me. It's an insurance hazard. You know, kids are playing on that. And um, it concerns me that they're going to fall off those ropes and those bars and you know, I've not seen an adult use it, but at least it was somewhere where someone could use it and they could be private. I got to tell you something. If I wanted to use it, I would never go in front of someone's windows and work out on it. So I'm very confused as to why it's being moved. And the manager said, I completely understand what you're saying completely understand the reason it's being moved is the township told it it was a property infringement um, against the condos on the other side and this is something that happened before I came into being and I understand what you're saying it's just we, we have to do it per the township And Karen's response was, well, that's a far better reason that I could come up with. Be careful, guys. Be careful. Because you get so in a box of thinking, and it's, it's this or that, and you can't see beyond the walls of it. She allowed herself in a neutral space. She allowed herself to sit on the top of that wall and go, okay, what can't I see? What don't I know? And she got an answer. And then she said to the woman, well, you know, if I hope, are they leaving the grass underneath it? Because right now, just those metal pieces don't look so bad. But I hope they don't put up that tall rope thing because that's really just an eyesore and dangerous. I'm so concerned a child's going to fall off of that or get a rope burn or I mean that's an insurance time bomb waiting to go off. Turns out they didn't leave the grass underneath but they also didn't put up the rope climb. So did her call make a difference? Were they already going to do that? Never know. However, her approach of neutrality, her approach of looking for the treat and not the trick, allowed the, of the, the management to hear her and hear her concerns. In Karen's view, they should have just gotten rid of the stupid thing, not even put it up. It's pointless. It's no adults ever used it, so... Still something the kids will play on. And that's noise and stuff in their community. And she also took that as, yay, that's a sign I'm going to be moving. Aha, good. Okay, then. So the point being is get out of your own trickery of thinking you know the answers and allow yourself the neutral space to learn the treat. What is the treat? What is the silver lining? What is the bonus? What is the opportunity? That's the treat of everything. 
And when you can get to a neutral space, you are literally, what happens when you do that? You literally are taking the lid off of that box and allowing yourself to see outside of the boundaries of your own mind, of your own thinking. Because the trickery starts in you first. It's not outside of you. The trickery of how, how are they harming me? How are they victimizing me? Are people going to laugh at me when I knock on their door in a costume and ask for candy? That's your own mental trickery. And if they do, laugh with them. Whether or not you're in a costume. Because you are your own treat. Your thoughts are your treat. You finding the neutral place, you finding the nugget of the silver lining is your treat. It doesn't have to only be Halloween. It's every single day, especially as you evolve. The more you evolve, the more opportunities to find the treats, the more to let go of the own trickery of your thoughts. Shift the verbiage. Get to a verbiage that can be understood. Get to a verbiage of truth and authenticity. Share your thoughts and allow others to share theirs. If someone tells you they don't like something, say, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that doesn't mean you have to own it. It means that somebody cared enough to say something. Do you perceive that as a trick? Or do you perceive that as a treat? Someone cared enough to say something. Someone cared enough to notice and think about it. That's a treat. The trick is if you take it as an insult and insult them back. That's the trick. Who are you going to be, the treat or the trick? Comes from you first and always. We are ready for questions. (laughs) You guys never cease to amaze me at the angles you can come to at things. Thank you. It's a wonderful perspective. I'm thinking about things completely different than I have before. So, all right. We have two callers, and I'm going to remind people, if you want to ask a question, to call 347-838-8024 and hit the one to say that you have a question. All righty. Hang on one second. Here we go. 613. Namaste. Oh, hi. Thank you for taking my call. You're so welcome. Who's calling and where are you from? My name is Donna. I'm calling from Canada. Hello, Donna. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. What can the wise ones answer for you? 
Um, I have a relationship question um, just about a man named Chris. I'm just wanting to see when he and I will like reconnect in a um, romantic or physical relationship again. Okay, so <clears throat> Donna, the wise one will read this energetically for you. Um, I'm not a psychic, but we can read this energetically and give you some feedback that way, all right? So I'm going to let them take off on this one. Donna, what we're seeing around you is this intense energy. Um, And we're, we're sad to say this, but you're actually tricking yourself with your own thinking thoughts and patterns. The energy around you is sort of a a fog. And that's coming from your not believing in you. It's it's a self... uh, Donna, for some reason, the word's not coming to me um, that they're trying to get across. It's self-sabotage is the best way to say it. So it's almost like when you're fearful of rejection, you put up this blanket around you so people cannot see. It's sort of like an, a cloak of invisibility, and you can see out of it, but people can't see in because you're scared that they're going to reject you, so you kind of put up this cloak, and you put up this cloak without realizing how powerful it is. And that's the that's what's causing you to not be seen, but at the same time it's allowing you to hide. And so what there is to do first and foremost for Chris and anyone else, because Chris can't really see you. He's seeing doubt and fear from you, not the beautiful light of who you are and that's that's the trick you're creating for your own world so let's turn this around to how you can treat yourself if that's what's important and we want you to really look at who you are and look at all the beautiful aspects of who you are and how much fun you are in a relationship and how giving and loving you are and supportive you are. But at the same time, we want you to just realize that you deserve to be respected too. Don't always give, 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 almost to the point of being someone's doormat. You, it's, it's for you to build that self-esteem. That's the word I couldn't find. Self-esteem. Build that self-esteem in you and know we would offer you an opportunity to, after this call or sometime today or soon, write down all the things you love about yourself, all the things that are wonderful about you. And every day just look over that and go, wow, wow, I really am incredible in a relationship. I really am someone that it it's it would be wonderful to date. And as you build that self-esteem, once you get there, once you get to the point of, I'm incredible, I'm, I really deserve someone special, 
then we want you to send great thoughts to Chris, send special thoughts to him. But we we don't want you to only focus on him. We want you to focus on the person who will value you and will meet you where you are. Because what happens when you doubt yourself, the trick to that is when you doubt yourself, someone comes in and uses you like a doormat <coughs> because they play on the doubt. And they misuse it. They abuse it. We, we want you to get yourself to a more vibrant place of self-esteem and know who you are because you are that. We see it. And when you can know that and know that about yourself and know how wonderful you are, you call in the person who's going to match that wonder and appreciate you and value you. And if that's Chris, he'll be there. We're, we're feeling more when you get to that space, you're going to pull in someone even more wonderful because that person's going to see you in all your glory and splendor. Chris is seeing that you're doubting yourself. And unless he fits from wanting somebody he can abuse and abuse, then, which may happen, may not. He won't be the right person for you. But the bottom line, the bottom key is build your self-esteem and see how amazing you are. What you said? Repeat, what, which part? I'm sorry, you're cutting in and out. Um, Will Chris come back at? Chris will come back at some point. The key to that is Donna. You want Chris to come back if and only if he sees your value, and you've got to see your value first and then have him come back. If he comes back now, it's not going to be a healthy relationship. That's the key. You want to get your self-esteem back and then attract the person who's going to value that. That's the blessing. That's that's what's going to really be a blessing for you and what you deserve. Beautiful person. But you have to see that first and foremost. And then someone else can. Do you understand? Yes. Yep. Okay, good. We see you. We see how special you are. Just start Every day, just writing down and finding those special things about yourself. And then someone else will find them too. Someone who deserves you and who you deserve in return. Namaste, dearest one. Thank you for calling. Thank you, Donna.
Bye for now. We're all holding that vision for you, for you to attract the person who will see your all your blessings and how beautiful you are. Bye for now. All right. I have 805. Namaste. Who's calling? Where are you from? Oh, namaste. This is Donna from California. Good morning. I hope it's morning there. Good morning. Another Donna. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've been getting all these messages. Um, Like about six months ago, I heard my mother, who's on the other side, and she said I was going to be rewarded. I don't know what, for what. And then I was meditating, which I do every morning for 40 minutes. And in the meditation, my intuition came in very lovingly in the heart area, and I just observed what message was coming through, and it was that it's coming soon. So I wanted to know if you were picking up on any of this, please, from the higher realm. All right, Donna. Thank you for asking that. So what is happening for you from an energetic standpoint? What we're seeing is, Every day you're meditating, you are lifting yourself to a different vibration. And with that kind of work, you are releasing the negative perceptions, the lower vibrations and the lower frequencies in your being. And you're also disconnecting from those vibrations in your physical world. You would have to. As you raise your vibration, you will attract higher vibrations and higher vibrations and higher vibrations. So that is the reason that this new blessing and opportunity can come to you. It is a higher vibration than what you've been working with. It is something that is stemming from a vibration of love and peace, which is the vibration that you have been creating within yourself every day in this meditation. It is a gift, a blessing. And Donna, I'm I'm looking at the energy around you and seeing if I'm... Wise ones, are you going to tell us exactly what it is? They're saying no. If you know right now, Donna, what this blessing is, there's the trickery of thoughts. Like right now, you're excited. It's that anticipation of Christmas. You're just excited. Oh, my God, I can't wait to see it. And you're keeping yourself at this vibration of excitement and anticipation. If we tell you what it is, you will then change the vibration of which you receive it from and within. And that's the trick. Change how it arrives and whether it can arrive. So what we're going to do for you instead is let you know that stay in the excitement, stay in the joy of this, 
because that's the vibration that will have it serve you from love and peace and oneness. It's a vibration that is going to continue to serve you. I'm seeing, Donna, like an energy form coming to you, like some kind of a a really beautiful energy form. It's coming your way. And there's, hmm, am I accurately seeing that? There's um, purple light to it. Whatever it is, it has purple energy to it and to the form. The form is is purple, like violet flame, um, breath of God energy coming with it. Yeah. So, so wise ones, what else can you tell her about this? Stay in the excitement. Okay. And keep saying thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank yeah, you, thank I you. Do. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah, the other funny. reason, well, the other reason for this is that anticipation and excitement is going to serve you in every way in your life. It's not only about the gift. It's about you holding that vibration because you are, oh, this is good. It's like you're a lighthouse where you are. And you holding that vibration is sending out that light to everything and everyone around you in, in like, like miles radius. You are holding the space for the whole area. Yes, yeah, Donna. That's I was, the other blessing. The Thank you. Um, I was at the Seven Eleven store and I was buying a lottery ticket, and all of a sudden, my whole body became like a shell. There was nothing there, and then the whisper came in, and the love and all that said, "God is here." Oh my gosh, I'm having all these, all these uh, spiritual things happen. Sometimes I'll walk the beach and I'll feel such amazing holiness. And I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's like, but I love it because I'm feeling all this, you know, sacredness and glory and holiness and yeah, so it's beautiful. And every time you do that, your lighthouse, light and vibration gets to a greater radius. Yeah. Of those around you. And that is the huge gift that you're giving. And the larger that gift, greater the gift you will attract. So so in this case, it's about the journey more than the end point. You want to continue this journey of gifting and receiving. Keeping that vibration and keeping that excitement and that joy, that's the huge gift. Yeah. That will continue to attract back. But hold on to that understanding because that's what's going to powerfully source you the most. 
Do you understand? Yeah. We honor you and we thank you for your beautiful light. Namaste. Thank you. Namaste. Donna, that was amazing. Thank you for that. And thank you for being that lighthouse for all on the planet. Namaste. Namaste. Keep us posted. All right. (laughs) I will. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye. Okay. I have 415. Namaste. Hi, Namaste. It's Jessica. Hello, Jessica from New Jersey, right? New Jersey, yes. Yes. New Jersey. Yeah, I always so, think of you in New York, so it's kind of like, wait, no, she's Jersey. <laughs> I'm right outside New York, so it's pretty much the same. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So I um, I would love a message. I have been going through the last maybe month, month and a half, but maybe I think mainly the last month, and I think maybe it's because Venus retrograde, and then also we had just the full moon, but. I've been going through this phase that I've just been very quiet, very internal, and I've gone through these phases throughout my life, and this time I seem to just be allowing myself to, like, stay inside if I want, and, like, I'll just stay inside for days. I mean, I have to go out and walk my dog, but I don't really feel like just being... I mean, that I don't know, like, I'm just sort of going through this, like, transition of just, like, really, I would say a hermit, um, but that always has had bad, like, a, a negative connotation, and I'm trying to, like, I, I notice, like, the more that I allow myself to just, like, take naps and just, like, be in my own space and not interact with other people, I notice that my soul, I think this is what's going on, my soul just, like, wants more and more of it and um i've just been kind of noticing like the little anxieties or fears that come up because i know that that was always made wrong like whenever i would kind of i guess like detach or just go into my own zone or just connect to source that's what it is when i was younger it was always like that was wrong um and would like scare my mom i think so um, just any message around that. I mean, I, you know, it's been going on for, like I said, around a month, a little bit more. And, um, definitely like the anxieties have gotten a little bit louder of like, okay, how much longer are you going to keep this up? You know, like you need to go do stuff and go make money and go interact and like hustle, hustle. <laughs> There's just like no desire. I, Karen's chiming in first here because I have been in the same space ever since those (laughs) eclipses. I kind of, I'm somebody who usually, I'm the dolphin. I'm the extrovert on the top of the surface, like talking through things. I'm not the introvert. And I have become much more introvert than I ever used to be. I just want to go in the cave. I want to gel, think it through, um, go on a retreat. Uh, yeah, ever since the eclipses, the three, three 
eclipses in one lunar month, I've been really hibernating. What month was that in? Is that when it started for me, too? June, July? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember, too, which month that was. Maybe for July? me, it's just recent. I, I started traveling for work, which is something that I've been wanting to do. So I went away on a trip. It was amazing. And then I came back, and I rested from that, and I processed the things. And then I went sort of deep into this. It's not even thinking. It's just, I guess it's just being. But I would call it, like, just being out in space, you know, just being in my own zone. So I know that right. that's connected right. to source, but yet the human me is mm-hmm. like, mm, what about interacting with people on this planet? And it's like, mm, not really in the mood. I think a lot of people listening to the show will relate to this question. So thank you. All right, wise ones, what do you have for Jessica? Well, we have it for all of you, but Jessica, thank you for bringing this forward. So, yes. The energies have been demanding that you all kind of go inside because really what the eclipses did, if you think back to the messages you got, Karen, and anybody who's been staying in touch with them and reading about them, the eclipses were, they were triangulating the deepest, darkest stuff inside of you. So, you really had to go in deep, deep, deep in and look at what's going on and then process it out. So every single one of you has been processing all of this differently. This last year has been about going inside and looking at the deep, dark, ugly and releasing the trickery of your own mind. What has been bottled up? What are those emotional triggers and those physical triggers that are causing you to have these conditional issues and patterns happening over and over and over again? And Jessica, what you've done is very similar to Donna in California. Donna in California has created for herself this vibrational space that she is resonating very high for herself and all others around her. And she's holding that vibrational space. What you're doing is you're getting to a vibrational space, going out and sharing, coming back, integrating, and then you're lifting yourself to another vibrational space to go Mm. out again and share. Oh, my God. You just gave me such crazy chills. That is exactly because I have taught a a couple classes. I've gone out. It's raised my vibration, and then I have to process, and I come. Yes. Keep going. Yes. And integrate. Yes. And integrate. So that is what you're doing. That's what you're all doing. And you're doing it. It's looking different for everyone, but it's a very similar process. Every time you have to go into one of these deep spaces and, 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 and pull back, information from it and figure out how to raise above that and raise your frequency, then you have to integrate. It's no different than when Karen does these soul healing journeys for people. Uh, She just did one recently for someone and 
And the woman literally had to sit with herself from the past and hold all of these balls of anger that were dumped, that she had tried to dump onto others in a way of harming them and dump out her anger, were given back to her, and she had to process and heal every single one of them and forgive them. I mean, that's a vibrational healing that happens. And you always have to integrate, whether you're healing anger and finding forgiveness from the past, whether you're pulling back light fragments from a fragmented traumatic lifetime, whether you're healing from being fired from a job or you're healing from a physical injury or illness, whether you're recreating yourself and going out and presenting yourself and creating a new flow of work and income, all of these different things cause you to need time to integrate and process. And it's the vibrational shifts that are happening And each one of these creates a different shift. And with the energy so high, I mean, think about it. When you have a vibrational zone around you that continues to stay around 100, you know, and it takes another 10 years for it to go to 101, and then it's another 10 years before it goes to 102, and so on and so forth, that was the 3D realm. You're now in a vibrational pattern that's going from 100 to 110 the next day, to 120 the next day, to 130 the next day, to 140 the next day. We could even make it easier. It's going to 101, 102, 103, 104. You get to the end of the month, it's 130. You get to the next month, it's 160. You get to the next month, it's 190. You get the point. You're in a frequency zone that is changing so fast that all of you are needing time very, very distinctly needing time to integrate and process because there's huge changes going on for yourself, for the person next door, for the person you work next to, for your family, for your friends, for your community, for your state, for your country, for your continent, and for the world. And for every other planet and every other being that exists on all those planets at the same time. Tremendous changes. That's why it looks different than it used to. The processes are different than they used to be. Sometimes they can be faster and sometimes they need even more time. It all depends. Look at your world. Let's look at your physical world for a comparison of this. This is really fun. Let's look at this aspect. So what did it used to be if someone made a sale? They did the paperwork. They gave the person a copy. They filed it in the drawer. Now what happens when you do a sale? Now you implement it into the computer. Then you have to implement it into the program. Then you have to run the processes of the program. Then you have to run the report of the program. And then you do the monthly comparisons of the programs. A sale used to be a piece of paper. Everything in your world has shifted in the way it's processed. 
everything. So we want you to just become aware of the different processes. And you are so right, Jessica, to allow yourself this time to do that. You have to allow yourself to do that, the time to do that. It's no different than you need to allow yourself. Donna from Canada, it's so important for her to allow herself to take the time to love who she is and see who she is before she pulls in a relationship. Well, she's going to get the same patterns again. You need to take this time and allow yourself to integrate because you're then going to. It's like you are in the fall of life. Hmm, interesting, you live in the fall of the, the planet right now in, the, in your area of the world. You, you came back and you're allowing the wisdom and how great that experience was to, to expand your roots. Because it's in that expansion of your roots that you're going to be able to expand your branches and how else you can reach out. Understand? Yeah, it's a beautiful imagery, that last part. Um, mm-hmm. Do the wise ones have any um, tips or guidance as far as I'm still working on my trust with the universe with money flows when, I mean, I'm not fighting it because there's nothing I can do. Like I can't force myself to work, 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 you know, or whatever. Um, so just at, during this time, I think, again, maybe that's an old thought that I just need to release of during these times that I process, you know, I affirm like money keeps flowing in and uh, it, it has, but not really a, like a bun, like more than what I'm expecting. So I'd like to kind of get that knowing and move on to working on it for a long time. Um, Right. Yeah. And this is a typical conversation that we have heard over and over and over again. (laughs) And the reminder is, uh, be careful with the trickery of the verbiage. Again, that's what, you know, you bring us back to the theme of today. It's, Karen had a situation, we're going to sit, this will be a very distinct, and it happened Monday, so of course it prepared her for this show as well. So uh, she's on this meditation call, and the person running the group said, I, 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 need, I have a question, I need to know what you're getting, of yes or a no on the call said we get a no and she's like really I lost my wallet and my purse and I wanted to and I'm asking if I'll get it back and all three people got no she wouldn't energetically so as they're doing the meditation Karen being very 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 well trained to come up with the exact right verbiage to do journey work intentions it's one of the things we have hammered in her got during the meditation a different question so when the meditation was done she asked the other three what the is the answer you're getting to my question they all got yes Karen's question was will she find her purse 
and wallet. So that's the trickery of verbiage. So her question was, will she get it back? No, nobody was going to give it back to her. But she was able to find it. She was able to call the Dunkin' Donuts that she was at and ask for the store managers. And the policy of the Dunkin' Donuts was that they never open a purse if, or a wallet that's left there. They had to put it in a safe and call the police. The police came and opened it so that they had a report, they had this, and, and, and document everything that he found in the wallet and the purse. And they put it back, and the police said, put it back in the safe until you hear from the person. She found her wallet and purse and got it back the next day. Mm. That's beautiful. Yes. Now, the key to this story, the real power to this story is the verbiage. Would she get it versus would she find it? Make sure you ask the right question. So what we're going to offer you with what you said, that you welcome the flow of money, thank the flow of money. Thank it for being there. Thank it for its abundance. Thank it. You are coming from looking for the flow, not it already arriving. Right, because it doesn't feel like it's gone anywhere. That's the thing. That's what's sort of been confusing to me. Right, okay. We have Karen constantly go to, thank you for plenty of money. Thank you for plenty of money. And when she stops spending, we remind her she has plenty of money. She can honor herself and and do what she needs to do. Not, not outrageously. Spend the money and know that it's taken care of because she always has plenty. She always has plenty. She always has plenty. And something happens that the money comes in. Now, the other piece to this puzzle is you have been trained so well, all of you, to think that abundance is only from money. But when you can get to abundance is the joy of the energy flow of everything around you. And, yes, your world has been manipulated. So there's the other piece to this conversation is you energetically, you guys, if you were in a different world, you would have money flowing like crazy. But you're in a structure that has been manipulated. <clears throat> There's no ifs and or but about that. Can you get around it? Yes. But it's going to take a much higher vibration to get around it because you've got a lot of forces against you and you've been trained and it's been ancestrally trained. That goes back to those patterns that are so deep and ancestral, and it's a deep, deep, deep web you're, you're working around. So just keep honoring yourself and know it, know it, know it, because you're all having to release yourself from the web of not enough. In a different world, your life would look different already because of your, how you've transferred your thinking and changed your thoughts. Just keep going at it and you will always be taken care of. You're always taken care of. You have plenty 
and you will start to have that flow faster and faster. When you get on that wheel and you can totally separate from the other web and get into that web, it will start to take off. That's be careful how you speak it. That's the trickery of verbiage is to ask the right questions and know no, no, no. Thank the blessing. Like Ghana in California, it's not about knowing what the blessing is. It's like always feeling blessed. Karen had a friend in Tennessee that just blew her mind because this woman, every time you said, how are you, her response was, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. And she got a divorce settlement from her husband who was cheating on her. She ended up with a divorce settlement that had her not be have to work. She could raise her four daughters without having to work. She got plenty of money. She then was blessed with a beautiful um, home. She then was blessed with a job that she started doing really well in. She, she, she was, she was, first of all, she was just the person taking the money, the cashier, and then she became the salesperson because the customers kept asking for her. And then she had the worst time slot, but her sales were number one in the company. And people were jealous, and they moved her to the, like, the, the worst times to sell, and her numbers were still number one in the company. And the point being is, Every day she said, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. And that yeah, was a blessing on her. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna start I'm gonna start saying that because I've been thinking about the whole talking how you speak conversation and I like the idea of it, but I also don't like the denial of it, um, depending on how people are phrasing things. Um, But I am going to start saying that I am blessed when people say, how are you? Um, That's actually my Hebrew name is means blessed. So I'm just going to, well, there you go. I'm going to claim that. Start vibrating. (laughs) There you go. You were already blessed with it in the beginning. (laughs) Right. You're heading for that. On me um, when you were talking, uh, saying that. So when you say someone like, oh, I am blessed, that actually, you know how someone say, you I am, and then your name. Yeah, usually people say, I am my name. You know, people will say that. Well, that actually is my name. So, yeah, cool. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. Yes, that's huge. I got you from that one. All right, Jessica, thank you for bringing all of this forward. Namaste. Awesome. Thanks for reading. Bye for now. Bye. All right, I have one more caller, 914. Who's calling and where are you from? Hi, my name is Catherine, and I'm calling from New York. Hello, Catherine. Welcome, welcome. What can the wise ones answer for you today? Um, I just loved, first of all, the points that you've been bringing up. <laughs> so I just want to thank you for that, firstly. Uh, You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I'm trying to find the right verbiage for this question. Um, so far, <laughs> this is what I have. Um, 
I'm going to meet with somebody on the 7th to help me finish a project. I'm I'm wondering if it'll be fine or if it'll be way too pricey for me to handle or if if um going with him is the right path at all. Um, is that too much? I don't, I don't did I phrase it properly, no. I guess. <laughs> yes, you yeah. phrased it properly. So here's what the wise ones are saying. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to let them take over. What do you want to create? Do you want to create that it's not going to work out? Or do you want to create that there's always a way for it to work out? Because here's the thing. If you create that it's going to be too pricey, something will be said in the conversation that you are going to interpret as this is impossible. You're going to walk away with the solution that it was too pricey, even though that isn't really what the verbiage truly said. That's the trickery that you're going to set up for yourself if you go in with that approach. Sort of back to the example of, will I get my wallet back? No. No. Will I be able to find it? Will I be able to create a solution? Absolutely, yes. Now, what could also happen is you know you can create the solution and the right solution might be there. The person might say to you, well, you know what? I'm not really the right person, but I know somebody who could do it for you in that structure and parameters that you need. Ah. Or the person might say, you know, you don't really need to go to this extent. We could do it this way. We could do it with B, and plan B would be in alignment with what you could afford. Wow. See the point? Yes, yes, yes. Or I was even thinking of another option of saying, um, yes, it's my project, but if you – fix it up to the best of your ability and really make it shine, I could give you like a partial ownership credit or something like that. Um, There you go. So the real bottom line and what you want to do, if you, if you didn't hear the beginning, well, we'll just go back to the whole idea of the fleas that only go to the top of the ceiling. And when you take the ceiling off of the box, they, they don't jump any further. Take the lid off of this box. Create what you want it to look like. What do you want to accomplish? No different than what we just said to Jessica is that she always has plenty of money. Don't Mm -hmm. look at the how that it flows to her. She just always has plenty of money. And one way or another, that will occur. So go to your, what is the, like if the dart hit the, the board, Mm-hmm. What do you want it to look like? Do you want this project to be a, a solution for ABC? Do you want this to be a collaborative, co-creative effort? Do you want to shine and find the right person that will assist you to have it be your project? Decide mm-hmm. what you want it to look like. 
And that's the intentional framework. You probably haven't heard us say that before. We're going to remind everybody about intentional frameworks. Set the framework of what you want it to look like. What is the structure and the parameter? You want it to serve people. You want it to um, provide, for instance, if you were going to um, if you were going to create an event, you want people to come, have fun, be um, laugh, be joyful, have wonderful conversations, have the time of their life, go home feeling inspired and uplifted. That's an intentional yeah. framework. Okay? Well, set that for this project. Set that for everything you do particularly this and the meeting. Have the meeting be the, the provide you with the knowledge you need to find the perfect solution that you can create to be X, Y, Z. Wow. Yeah, okay. I love that. And, and yes. it's, just, it's so amazing how you use that example because my next project will be an event. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Catherine, I was searching for examples, and I kept coming up with a whole bunch in my brain, and they went, nope, nope, nope. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, that is perfect. That's perfect. (laughs) So there you go. It's That's what there is. That's, okay, they're answering now. That's the treat of your verbiage. Don't trick yourself by setting up that there could be a problem. The treat is to hold the vision and the field. We'll go back to the example of Don in California. To find out what the gift is that's coming is the trick because she'll change the vibration of the receptivity. The vibration of your receptivity by looking only for the treat. I love it. And you will receive that vibrational frequency back. Yes. Wow. Wow. Mm. (laughs) Very great. Thank you for this wonderful summary of our conversation today. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Catherine, keep us posted. Thank you for that. That did really wrap everything up extremely well. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Namaste. Many blessings. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone. So, wow, wise ones. It really does bring it front and center, doesn't it? It does. It does. We've been able to show you many different ways of how you can trick yourself with your verbiage or treat yourself with your verbiage. But most importantly, treat treat yourself with your visions, with your intentional frameworks, with what it is you want to accomplish. That's the treat. Don't trick yourself and trip yourself up along the path by using verbiage that will bring you a vibration that you don't want. 
there's the bottom line. With that, we will ask you to take everyone out with the treat of flow and blessings. <laughs> that couldn't be more perfect. Thank you, wise ones. So, everyone, we'll be back on the 4th. Uh, by the way, anybody in the Philadelphia area, on the 3rd, I will be at the Awaken Expo in Newtown at the Bucks County Community College. If you'd like more information, you can um, go to the last newsletter. We'll have it. Or you can email me, Karen at KarenCressman.com, and I will uh, be able to get, send you the information on it. Or go to Awaken C H E as in Community for Human Evolution dot org. Oh actually no, it's awakenexpo.org is where he put it this time. Um it's under the home of so awakenexpo.org and you can sign up. I'll be doing angel card readings in the morning and I will be doing the wise ones and a light language toning from 4 to 5 in the afternoon. That's Eastern time. So you can be there in person asking questions. So there's the opportunity. Thank you, thank you, thank you all for being here. We'll see you the 4th for the Andromeda Council update and the 11th for the 11-11-11 portal of energy coming in. Awakenings family, and we'll see you back next week. Bye for now.